Welcome back to the Suraj Podcast. In the previous episode, we heard how Guru Hargobind blessed and instructed Guru Hararai. Chapter 57 now starts describing how Guru Hargobind then was instructing the rest of the important Sikhs there. So it describes how he's telling Pai Panna to bring his son to Kirtpur so that he may live with Guru Hararai, but tells him that he should travel back to Ramdas, his village near Amritsar, so that he may live out the end of his life and pass away peacefully. Guru Hargobind then calls over Jodrai and says to him, you should stay here until I pass away, and then go back to your village of Gangar and live out the rest of your life there. At the end of your life, I'll be there to protect you. Just always meditate upon the true name, Satanam. He then told Pai Rupa the same thing, telling him to go back to his village, to keep a communal kitchen there, a langar, and always practice Sikhi. He told him that he would have two kids, and that their lineage will always be linked to the house of the Guru. And in the future, as Guru, he would come and visit that area and bless his family again. So this is alluding to uh, the times of Guru Gobind Singh, when Guru Gobind Singh would go visit uh, Pai Rupa's descendants. So after Guru Hargobind talks to Pai Rupa, then Bibi Viro, Guru Hargobind's daughter, was close by. She was listening, she was hearing and she was crying. And she was very sad knowing that her father would soon pass away. Guru Hargobind saw this and then began comforting her. She, he said, Oh daughter, why are you so sad? You'll always live in great peace. Your sons will be great warriors. They'll receive praise from all the world and will remain and live with the Guru. So destroy and get rid of this grief that you have and cheer up. So Guru Hargobind here is referring to the five sons that Bibi Viru will give birth to, Sangosha, etc., who are Guru Gobind Singh's cousins. They'll actually fight in the battle of Pangani with Guru Gobind Singh. And Guru Gobind Singh writes about their bravery in his Bichitarnatak. So Guru Hargobind then looks towards Bidichan's son, Lalchand, who is extremely intelligent. And Guru Hargobind says to him, You should go back to your village of Sorusin. Your uncle Bhagmal is there, taking care of all the affairs. But now you should go there. Take with you this painting of me and Asantia, these copies, this portion of Guru Ransai, which was only written up to Rag Balaval. Take these items with you and go back to your village of Sorusin and live out the rest of your life and stay with your mother there. So here Guru Hargobind is referring to the painting that Bilichan had commissioned of Guru Hargobind. And he's also referring to the Sanchiya, these copies of Guru Granth Sahib that uh, Bilichan was copying from the Kartarpur uh, Srup when they were in Kartarpur. But Bilichan had only gotten up to Rag Balava. These items are still with the descendants of Bilichan in the village of Sorasen. Guru Hargobind then told Paramanand and Sundar, the descendants of Guru Amardas, to also head back to their home and live in peace and that those who kept their company will be liberated. Guru Hargobind then looked to Matananki, one of his wives, and said to her, You shall go back to my mother's residence in Bukala. Go and live there in peace for now and remember the blessings that I gave to you. You will see the birth of your grandson. You will live a very long life and will witness all types of days in your life. And then, when you leave your body, 
come join me in the afterlife. So then Guru Hargobind is sitting there talking to Mata Nanaki, Surajmal, who is the son of the other uh, wife of Guru Hargobind, Mata Marvahi, is sitting there and looks at Guru Hargobind and asks Guru Hargobind, you know, what is your command for me? Where should I go and reside? Should I stay here with Guru Hararai or should I go somewhere else? Guru Hargobind replied to his son saying, you know, do what your heart desires. Your lineage will expand greatly and your lineage will be worshipped greatly. Anirai, who was the other son from Mata Marwahi, he didn't say anything. He was just always intoxicated in an unflinching focus of wisdom of Brahm, the divine. So he was standing there with his hands clasped together, his head lowered um, out of respect, along with uh, Guru Hargobind's other son, Teg Bahadur, in the same way he was standing there as well, listening in. Then Guru Hargobind told all of the Masans, the congregation leaders, the community leaders, as well as the congregation that Guru Hararai is my very form and with great delight he'll become just like me and he will take care of everyone here and those who serve him will be liberated. If you have love for him, he'll easily satisfy all your desires and those who criticize him will suffer greatly. Listening to this, everyone then bowed down their head and the Masan said in response, Guru Hargobind, will, we will completely recognize Guru Hararai as the same and with great love we'll serve him and we will see him just as we see you. And just as once we saw Guru Arjun in you, we will see Guru Hargobind in him. So then all the congregation also at this point, realizing this was the last time to have a discussion with Guru Hargobind, they asked Guru Hargobind a question. So they all shouted out asking Guru Hargobind, you know, what is the true essence? What's the true nature of a Sikh's action? What should they do? Please tell us from your mouth and by which action we will receive the highest spiritual state uh, such that our reincarnation will be destroyed. Tell us about those practices. Tell us about that mindset. So hearing this request from all the congregation, Guru Hargobind then replied back with a Shabbat, the passage written by his father, Guru Arjan, to answer the questions of the Sikhs of what you know, their practice should look like and what their course of action should be when he leaves. So Guru Hargobind then explains by reciting the Shabbat, first explaining what type of awareness or knowledge should a, a Sikh keep within their heart. He says, Chandana, Chandana, Angana. So here, Chandan, meaning moonlight, which illuminates a courtyard, courtyard being the Angan. Um, the moonlight is, is analogous to illumination, or is a, it's symbolic of knowledge or awareness. And the courtyard is symbolic of one's heart or intellect. So it's saying what type of knowledge should illuminate one's heart? And the answer is given in the second portion of the line. Parabjiyo antara chandana. Keep the knowledge that Harajiyo, the divine, is within you. This awareness will enlighten you. So internally that is the mentality, that is the awareness to hold on to. 
But then in the next line, Guru Hargobind explains, what's the external focus? Aradhana, Aradhana Nika. So that is, you know, the most important, that is the best thing to do Aradhana, to do devotion to, which Har Har Nam Aradhana. So the best devotional type of practice, Guru Hargobind is saying here, is by reciting the divine name of Hari. So this is the devotional practice to adopt that Guru Hargobind is telling the Sikhs here. And then he says, okay, we're adopting this practice. What should we forsake then? So the next line answers this. Tiagana, Tiagana Nika. So that is the best type of renunciation. This is the best type of thing to, you know, forsake. Kam, Krodh, Loba, Tiagana. So here Guru Hargum explains that one should forsake desires, one's desires, one's anger, and one's greed. So instead of engaging with these three items, the next line speaks to what we should ask for, what we, what we should receive instead. Mangana, Mangana Nika. So the best thing to the Nika, Nika meaning best or suitable, the best thing that we should ask for, Mangan, to beg is Harajas Gorte Mangana. We should ask from the Guru, Gorte, that we should receive Hari's praise. That's what we should fill the void from what we are excluding. So then Guru Hargobind explains, okay, so how should we spend our waking time then? If we're going to, you know, stay up late perhaps, what should we spend that time doing? Jagana, Jagana Nika. So Jagana means, you know, to stay up. So the best way to stay up, the best way to spend our awakened time is Harukirtana Mehajagana to spend it in um, praise of Hari by singing his praises, Kirtan. And then Guru Hargobind explains what we should be attached to, what we should cling to in our lives. Lagana, Lagana Nika. So here Guru Hargobind explains that we should the best thing to be attached to is Gurucharani Manalagana, that one's mind should be attached to the lotus-like feet of the Guru. So, in essence, take refuge under the Guru by lowering oneself and remembering uh, the Guru. But the concluding lines uh, strike a hard blow at anyone who thinks that they can achieve this by the power of their own will alone. So this way of living is only achieved by who? By those people who have such great fortune uh, written on their forehead. For, for those people who are extremely lucky, blessed, who have the opportunity, who have the ability, but not out of their own kind of will. And here Guru Hargobind then concludes answering this question that the Sikhs have, you know, what's the be best action to take in their life? It, the last line says, Kaho nanaka So Guru Nanak says that, you know, it's all good. For who? Jo prabhaki saranagana For those people who come into the sanctuary of the divine. So Guru Hargobind says to the entire con congregation that, you know, whoever 
has such great fortune that they accept these teachings from the Shabbat, they will attain my position if they renounce all the pains of the world. So the Sikh congregation is my family. Live in great bliss and happiness and recite Gurbani and meditate upon the true name Satanam. But now I must go back to my true home. Let nobody grieve. Keep your attention on the Guru's lotus-like feet. Remain happy. Only those beloved to me are those who practice my teachings. So at the end of their life, they'll attain the highest position. Always keep great love with Gurbani. Recite, listen to it with great enthusiasm. Meditate and drench yourself in the true name, Satanam. And day and night be intoxicated in this love. So this is the last thing, this is the last instruction Guru Hargobind gives his Sikhs. Uh, he comforted them and then after saying this, he went to that house, uh, Patalpuri. Uh, this beautiful house, it was surrounded by sandalwood trees which engulfed the house in great fragrance. They had also brought and sprinkled uh, fragrance on the walls from uh, saffron and kampur. They brought uh, garlands garlands which were made out of the most fragrant flowers and they hung these inside the house on the walls on the ground of the house they laid out spear grass in a very beautiful manner and they also lit uh, lamps which were fueled by uh, clarified butter so this is the setup of the house Patalpuri and they all walked there Guru Hargobind walked there the Sikh congregation was following him following him and at that point when Guru Hargobind then reaches the house, he looks back and he blesses everybody with his graceful look. He then comforts the family, his family, saying to them, don't be sad, be extremely happy. Everyone then bows down to Guru Hargobind and he's about to enter the house. So just as he's entering this house, uh, Jodrai and Bhai Banna were sitting there and he instructs them to say, okay, listen, on the seventh day, bring Guru Hararai and have him open this door for this house. But until that time, on the seventh day, have no one even come close. Have guards down, standing on all sides of the house. But, you know, perform Kirtan 24-7. Perform it, you know, kind of a little bit further away from the house. But have everybody listen attentively to it. Saying this, Guru Hargobind then entered the house. He closed the door and then he secured it with a very strong lock as well. Guru Hargobind then sat there and focused his mind. So he sat in a lotus position, just how yogis sit. And just like how the exalted Krishna sat in the forest where no one else would come to disturb him. And how Krishna sat there in samadhi in a fixed meditation. Uh, in the same way Krishna left his body like this and in the same way Guru Hargobind now sat here with a focused mind, he drew in all his senses and he recited in that bliss of the true self where there is no duality in the world. So for six days, Guru Hargobin kept this very strong fixed meditation, the samadhi not moving or wavering at all, and just merged into the indescribable divine. And sitting in this way, with his back against the wall on the seventh day, in the ambrosial hours of the day before sunrise, Guru Hargobind peacefully left his body. So this is how chapter 57 concludes. And in the next chapter, we'll hear Guru Hargobind's ascent into the heavens. 
So that's what we'll pick up next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>